Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. And I'm John. Welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a part of which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right. And to avoid lazy negativity, people, we have decided to make this episode a little bit of a drinking game. Mm. So anytime we say anything negative about this film <laughs> or each other, you're going to hear this sound. <clears throat> sound means we have to drink, people, and we hope you drink along with us. So pour yourselves a glass. And I'm not saying anything because I accidentally ruined something from this movie. So. All right. Cheers. This is our pre-show <laughs> shot to get us drinking, to get us loose, people. Let's go. Normally ah. I'll throw a contextual joke in there, but I'm, not, I'm playing it safe with this one. This is, um, I think, I think they drank more than we've drank in this entire show in that movie. <laughs> in the first scene, <laughs> right? Um, so, people, we, we're, we're, I said the word "people" already too many times this episode. I want to take it back. Um, this is we're talking about. Don't worry, darling. Today, I know you've heard a lot of things, and you're right. This movie is a social experiment to see just how many lens flares a director can get away with without their DP quitting. Um, <laughs> Also, I like, know, the, I, I think I the, 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 the experiment, what was that? The, the was experiment, that? though, as well, was like they experimented with their press run because what a press run this thing's had. Well, of course, of course. Like, you've got director and actor supposed beef, like alleged beef. Olivia with- Wilde got served live on stage with like custody papers while promoting yeah. the film. Yeah. Um, during a closed screening QA, mind you, Chris Pine tuning out during Q&A and becoming at least 50 memes. Harry Styles, it feels like a movie speech. And Spitgate, obviously, and one yeah. trailer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who needs trailers room. like little, when you got this stuff going for you? Because the, the world went nuts. Here. Well, I mean, I, I, and then, of course, with, with the rollout of the movie, you almost wonder, you can't not ask, like, was all of this beef and all of this stuff, was it just to stir up? something to get people to talk about the movie because if all we heard were the critics then nobody would go see this movie also yeah. harry styles concert i don't know maybe it's just because i'm in new york city and he was here for a month it's all i was seeing on all the socials was harry styles concert harry styles concert so it's almost like they needed to say hey he has a movie coming out too if you guys like his concert go see this movie bring your friends <laughs> i feel like this they're trying to make this Please. into an event movie right like yeah mm. I, there were a group of like eight girls in front of me at the sunday screening that i went to um uh, that's all I have to say about that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They weren't. Wow. Anyway. Okay. We're talking about Don't Worry, Darling People. That's right. Um, we're going to do our gripe of the week. We're going to try to keep it spoiler free for a couple minutes. It's very difficult to talk about this movie without talking about spoilers, though. So yeah. we're going to open it up pretty quickly. But we will give you our initial takeaways. Did we agree with the critics? Do we think it's worth seeing? Um, did we have as much fun as this campaign clearly wants us to have, for better or for worse? We'll talk about it all, I'm sure. But John... Mention our sponsors. Let's do it. Carlos Barroso is our beer sponsor. Cbarroso.beer is the handle. Give him a follow. Yeah. Give him a like. Give him a love. You can find that in the yeah. show notes. And while you're at it, give him some shit. Forgive, <laughs> tell him to give <laughs> us some <laughs> shit. Tell that man to send us some beer. Carlos! Uh, we also have a, a an artist in residence, a musician. The artist always and formally and forever will be known as Dasein. D-A-S-E-I-N. You can find all that music available on all the usual platforms. Download, listen today. All right, guys. I, I just saw this movie. It just got literally. Yeah, you came straight from there to here. Do you, uh, much, yeah. do, you, do you wish you had some time to debrief a little bit, or uh... I took my dogs for a walk and 
got to I heard somebody talking about it this this little park that I go to with their friends and I'll, I'll mention what he said about it because I do think he rap this guy said something that was kind of a a good little condensing uh, nice. conversational anecdote about what this film was like uh, I've heard you know everybody's talking about this right now and if nothing else it's doing it some favors because there were more people in the theater than I thought there would be for a movie that's this controversial uh in terms of it not being a good a very good movie i feel like yeah. i feel like it's getting people to the theater so i think mm. they're gonna make their money back <laughs> yeah also apparently this was filmed 2020 to 2021 like you know somewhere so i think they wrapped oh, like weird. january february 2021 so the question is was it edits reshoots was it like was there a problem or does warner brothers like were they just trying to dump it when they had nothing else going on which apparently is now apparently they only have three movies coming out this quarter hmm. um uh, anyway, th- well, we don't know. There's, it's all speculative, I guess, at this point. But let's do our gripes really quick, so we can get some shit off our chest. John, you still have a drink buzzer up that you gotta you gotta get a drink or something. Just, and- oh, just just oh, quickly before the gripes, did you know uh, yesterday was a very special day? Uh, it was the 35th anniversary of the Princess Bride. Mm. Oh, shit. And nice. the 47th anniversary, the 47th anniversary of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. What? Oh, they came nice. out the same yeah. day. Same day. Have fun storming the castle. Same day. Similar films, you know. <laughs> oh my god what a great film uh, both of them both, both, both of them princess princess both Brown's of those wearing... shaped my childhood in very yeah, very yeah. different ways yeah dave is wearing female panties right now they're um, so comfortable um okay we'll talk about olivia wilde and all this kind of stuff in a second um do either of you have a gripes come on you guys got to be storing up some gripes by this oh, point. Oh, oh, gripe of the week no, I've, no, got no, no, a, no. I've got a gripe can i have right. two <laughs> yeah yeah please all right do you want me to go first yeah. Do you have a gripe, Jeff? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, all right. You go, then I'll go, then oh, I'll go, then you go, then y'all go. Okay. Go. Just, all right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Warner Brothers is at it again. They've canceled the animated show Final Space for tax purposes. The problem was, <laughs> oh, like, you no, know, seriously, it's a tax dodge again. Um, the problem is, this one wasn't a show that was being produced. This was a show that was three seasons in. <laughs> They've created three seasons of this thing and then just decided to shaft it but it's licensed to Netflix. So basically they're waiting for the Netflix license to run out. This show is toast. And as it turns out, seasons one and two did not have a physical media release. So the Netflix, like, so the, the Warner Brothers accountants are literally canceling this show and erasing it from existence because it will never be fucking shown anywhere ever again. And no hard copies of it exist anywhere. That's fucking terrifying. Oh, like yeah, stop this shit. Yeah, this is this bad. Wow. That's bad. Dude. Yeah. Um, Jesus. I'm mad. You, but it's, I'm mad yeah. about it. I'll buzz you anyway because yeah, I want to see you drink. But um, and buzzing more the gimmick that's, for the wow. Yeah. Did they bad. get? Did they get? Did they get acquired recently? Yeah. This, Warner, Discovery bought them. Yeah. Um, so it's Warner Brothers Discovery, Discovery now. No, Discovery's running the ship now. Basically, all the all the executives from Discovery moved in. They kept one or two from Warner Brothers, and yeah, they're just like they're going nuts. They're doing yeah, weird shit like there's a, room, there's a rumor flying around at the moment they're going to do a, um with the shows they've got left um a titans stargirl crossover now i don't know if you've seen those two shows but stargirl is family wholesome that sort of thing and titans robin's running around going fuck batman so mm-hmm. like the two tones just don't match at all but there was a photo taken with all the cast members in the same in, like a couple of the cast members in the one place and i'm like Oh, what are they doing? Somebody saw yeah. somebody saw a spreadsheet and they were like, this could make money. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Like- I'd watch it just to see Stargirl tell someone to go fuck themselves. 
right, well, yeah. There yeah. you go. I mean, I did notice since we're not really the gripe, but I wanted to ask you guys if you saw the trailers because the only trailers that were in front of this movie that I saw were Shazam and Black Adam and same other like superhero-y things. And I was yeah. like, what? Am I in I the mean, right movie? I was, it's like, I was like, what's yeah, what's what's happening? I think they want anyway, the I mean, demo. They, well, they want young people. I think they're, the, the demo. they're the only movies Warner Brothers can afford to release. Like this and one, Warner, yeah. well, that's the thing. This this was a Warner Brothers film, and yeah. Shazam and Black Adam are both Warner Brothers films as well. So they they loaded mm. front loaded with their own superhero stuff. I think that's it. I think those are the I only actually, other two. Yeah, I actually liked the new Black Adam trailer because they didn't. It wasn't just all jokes. Yeah, it was like there was a little bit of story in there, and I, they, like yeah, they hinted at a bit of conflict and some other stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay. This might have more to are it than also, I thought. Are they also releasing that um, the female exorcist movie? You remember where she's the nun, she's the nun who becomes um, an exorcist. Is that one Warner Exor- Brothers? I can't remember. Exorciser, whatever you would call them. Sure. I saw that that one was it was that one, and then a few of the superheroes. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, I don't, I don't think it's Warner Brothers. Jeff, let's hit it, dude. I'm right, really excited. quick. This is, this is a quick. This. this is a quick one today. This is a quick one. All, All right, right go your ahead, time starts now. <laughs> All right, British British people. There's Whoa. no F in the word lieutenant. There's no F. It's I know it's weird that it's spelled Lou L I E U Lou in Lou, and then you use the Lou, which is L O O. I know that's strange, but lieutenant, lieutenant, lieutenant. Where the fuck is that F coming from? That we have weird shit. I know that the English language doesn't come from America; it comes from England. I get that, and I know that we say words like yacht that aren't from America. I know that there, there, and there is confusing. I know that aluminum is confusing for people. I know read and red are weird. I know that if you add one letter to R, it turns into area. Like none of this makes sense. I get it. I before E except after C, unless you weigh your neighbor's horses weigh uh, nay and there, whatever. Like I understand that this shit's confusing, but left, you're literally adding Fs. Like even Oregon, we'll call it Oregon, even though it's very clearly spelled Oregon, but but adding an F? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just beaten by the time. Where did it come from? I want to know the origin of that. Rings crap. of power. You know what? And I know okay. that okay. I know that in, in, in America we are we are updating history, to, at least in in the way we portrayed in the arts for for the better for reasons that we believe are are productive. But Rings of Power being nostalgic for that fucking F in Lieutenant where they're like, congratulations, Lieutenant. I'm like, what the fuck is that? 1917, I thought I was a pretty well-cultured person. We're gonna and have they to said Lieutenant a, we're gonna have to a hundred a times video. in that movie. And I was like, what the fuck is a Lieutenant? We're going to have to release a video on the etymology of this word. Where did the F <laughs> yeah, come from? I'm sure from? there's a reason. There's got to be like a reason. That- no, because it's not even an accent thing. Like nobody in I, nobody I know from New Jersey, I'm from New Jersey, has ever said Joyzy. We've never said it. It doesn't make any sense. I think it came from like New York City accents when like newsboys danced, where they would say like a Goyle, like when they say RL, like they had lists because they didn't have speech language pathology back then. But like, so Goyle, Joyzy, I guess that, nobody from New Jersey says that, but like, left they say an f it's it's ridiculous these are supposed to be cultured people the fuck out of here read a book you know (laughs) it's gonna be a quick one dave it's gonna be a quick one no just uh just i'm gonna skip my second one i'll save it no 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 dave slap 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 the second piece of bread on this sandwich let's see we're gonna talk about don't worry darlings people but in one minute dave hit it all right so i i get to the theater just on time 
And I, I'm I love like, the you, know, you know what? I'm gonna get. I'm yeah, gonna give yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was told not to get popcorn because I've still got that tooth thing. It gets pulled out this week. And uh, so I've. Oh, st- I'm like, I'm gonna uh, get some M and M's. I'm gonna get myself some peanut M and M's. So I got them and I stood oh, in, the, in the line, and there was one person in front of me. Eight minutes fucking later, I'm still yeah. standing there in the premier line. Like mm. they're letting people through on the other thing because they've only got two registers running. And I'm like, well, what the fuck am I paying for? If like, you know, like it, you don't get the, the premier line anymore. Cause these people are just taking their fucking time, the premier line. And it's mm. not, it's not any person's fault. It's the fact that there were two people staffing an entire fucking candy bar for the yeah. 25 theaters. Like what the fuck dude, you're understaffing your theater. If it yeah. takes me eight minutes to get a packet of fucking M&Ms. Um, have you guys noticed that like I have often found myself now in lines and the premier line is longer than the regular line yeah because they're, they're doing yeah. such a good job getting people on this plan I mean they tiered the plan so let's tier the lines <laughs> like, yeah yeah. I really need to start uh, taking advantage of the order your refreshments ahead of time I'd never do it right? I, should all, I should start doing it yeah, yeah that's true that anyway. would have solved my problem alright let's talk about Don't Worry Darling people yeah. good grabs all around so this is directed by Olivia Wilde it's her follow up to Booksmart her first movie which I saw twice and I really liked yeah that's um, good I haven't seen but, it so just to be clear oh, Dave you're gonna like you're gonna like that movie I think you will um, like that one I say let's do our initial reactions and then maybe touch up a couple of the story things that are happening too because I think those will segue into what happened in this movie largely recasting the the male lead and the problems with the female lead I think that might be informative when we talk with spoilers about what anyway we'll see in a second if, if you've seen this movie or haven't I think that's the right thing I so mean as, just... of, as of today 30 cast and crew have signed a, a thing saying there was no incidents on set so okay I don't know. Again, maybe they maybe they stirred all of this up. Yeah. No, no, the Shia LaBeouf thing though is real. Oh, that's Harry's, real. Yeah, and and Harry Styles getting cast late, and so therefore, what I imagine is the whole British subplot thing, which I know is not a huge part of this movie, but very clearly they were they were doing things on the go with this movie. Yeah, and one hundred percent, Olivia Wilde was not on set when they filmed some things. There's no way that that is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Okay, so our initial takeaways after I read the IMDb description. Of course, the stars Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Olivia Wilde is a star in it. Gemma Chan's in this, Nick Kroll, et cetera, et cetera. The pitch, it's two hours, and it is a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company could be hiding disturbing secrets. What are your initial takeaways? Spoiler free. It can be short. It can be long. That's what she said. I still do that. It's what she. That's what she said. Yes. Also, happy birthday, Matt, from the Matt and Mark movie podcast. All right, people. Yeah. Happy birthday, Matt. Woo. What was your initial takeaway of this film, John? You just saw it. You're fresh. Dave just did two rants. Go ahead. What do you got? Um, I think it was a conglomerate of some 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 pretty cool ideas that are not necessarily original ideas that when applied i don't think it worked sure i'm just gonna say right now i i couldn't have said it better myself that was like the most i would have i would have taken four and a half minutes to say that but that's exactly how i felt Dave. Yeah. There's things that I liked about it. We're going to get there. There are things I liked about it. Good, me too. I'm ultimately, glad. I'm glad. Good. ultimately, I understand why the critics... I'm not going to be mean about it, but yeah. I don't think it worked. Ding, ding, ding. Great. Dave. Fuck the critics. This was great. 
Oh, good. I'm glad. All right. Well, I, this is great. This I is enjoyed why the hell awesome, out of it. Yeah, this is, this is us... why. This is why. Keep coming back, one people. Of us that fights for things. This is like it, Noah yeah, all no, over this, again. Like, again, like with the critics, especially. Like, one of the criticisms was, oh, Harry Styles had trouble sticking his accent. It's, it's like if you're going to re- review a movie, watch the whole fucking movie. Obviously, yeah, they weren't weird. paying attention the two times they literally said he was British. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah. Thought they, I thought they covered their bases. Yeah, I do. I would I'm not I it was perfect, you, but there's not enough to sink the movie for sure. Well, keep, keep, finish your, your short review and then I'll put a pin in that because I want to ask you a question about that. If, if you might know an answer to it that I don't know, hmm. but keep going. No, I mean, I just, I went in with, again, it helps to, I guess I went in with low expectations because I'd heard that it was reviewed yeah. badly. There was a whole heap of drama leading up to it that everyone was more interested in than the actual film. Um, it did well yeah. on its opening day, but yeah, I just sat back and I waited for the story to happen. If anything, I, I'd say this was like Suspiria light. Mm, yeah. It's, it has, it's it has a world. very, yeah. has a very similar tone, just different outcome. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I, definitely- I knew there was yeah. going to be a twist, but I don't think I saw that coming. Like okay. where yeah. it went. There were, there's definitely a lot of, I, I, as soon as I started listening to like one or two like reviewers talk about this, I was like, I shouldn't listen to this because I feel like everybody's going to be saying similar things. But there are a couple stock movies, which I actually don't want to say right now because they would be spoilery, even though everybody mm. else is saying them. You know what I mean? But there's like a couple staple movies that are very obviously inspirations for this. Also, we should say the script was on the blacklist, um, as was Booksmart, by mm. the way. So the the Van Dyke brothers carrie and shane wrote the script it was on the 2019 blacklist and then olivia wilde wow. bought it and katie silberman who wrote book smart was hired to correct she's she's given the only official screenplay credit the other two just have the story credit but it's very clearly like a reworking of their scripts that katie silberman did for olivia wilde so the bookmark team is back they're going all in for the 1950s separate separate wives kind of thing where the women don't work and the men go to work and nobody knows what they actually do. They drink a whole lot of whiskey every night, as John has alluded to. The, <laughs> the woman just cleans and cooks dinner. That's like this. They say utopian, right? But that's like that's yeah. that's your idea of well, utopia. You know, they've got some ballet as well to you know keep them fit. And stuff. The ballet class, very interesting. Yeah. And then the soundtrack is supposed to be that from that time period exclusively. They didn't go full like. Um, uh, Kubrick of this time period, obviously, but like you know, that they, they're trying well, to again. I, 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 we'll get back. I'll come back to that as well. Okay. Um, is John? Is the thing that you were going to say spoiler free with the accent? I mean, we can, uh, we can, we can keep it. Uh, who, who knows who's even? I guess it's right not. Now, no, I guess it's not spoiler free. I can bring it up right now. There was a part of me that wondered because I don't. I I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been able to pick Harry Styles out on the street. Like I'm, I might be one of the only people on planet Earth. I don't know who he is outside of I know he's in One Direction. I know he's this giant superstar. I've never really seen him before, like consciously. You know, I'm sure mm. I've seen him on billboards and stuff, but I didn't know that was him. So I've never heard him talk. I had never heard him sing. I've never heard any. I've never heard anything come out of his mouth before. Wow! But yeah. I did know you've heard, you've heard him sing. You've heard watermelon member. sugar before. You've heard it. You've heard watermelon and, sugar. But, but, but know I didn't know it was him. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I will say that I. I was at first wondering if he was trying to dampen or lessen or actually do an American accent. So there was a part of me that was wondering if at certain points they were thinking, yeah, he's doing his version of an American accent. And then in post, they said, oh, shit, we, we need to shoot a scene that justifies the fact that it's not very strong. Because it also didn't sound like a like most of the British accents I've encountered in my life. 
I'm not British. There's a million dialects. I could just be way off the track here. And he's a superstar. So I'm sure his, his accent may have morphed over the past 15 years of his superstar life being outside of Britain. But it was a little strange to me. So I could understand how some critics were a little distracted by whatever was happening with his accent. I don't know if that's what he sounds like normally. Is it? Is that what he sounds like in interviews? Um, he's a, He sounds a, a, like the English is a lot thicker. Like the, the British accent. So I guess I, 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 think, I, I guess I would have wanted to know, yeah. like, he why didn't they it just? Okay, so I guess I that that did, that was a little distracting for me. It did it's, sound like yeah. he was trying to do an American accent sometimes, and other. But I know the character. It's the same thing supposed, I do with me Aussie accent on the show. So let's pause right here. You gotta play it up for the crowd, Dave. You gotta play it up for the crowd. Let's pause right here. And My mom let's loves Dave's accent. Spoiler alerts! Spoiler alerts! Okay, because it's time for spoilers. Now. Okay, so yeah, so we liked it better than most. Hold on, and it was kind of fun. Because, because this is going to give away a spoiler. Is it implied from the last big sequence where they reveal information that he's not British and he chose to be British? Is that what we were supposed to think? Yes. Yeah, we don't want to spoil too much. But, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so spoilers are well and truly on. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, this, okay. Let, let's. Okay. We'll we'll spoil for real. We're not going to tell you James Bond died right off the bat, but we will. We'll get into the spoilers. <laughs> Um. Okay, let, let's okay. Let, let's skip the ending and knowing what we know, kind of stuff, because obviously we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that. Let's just say, so they they open it up as a kind of a suspense thriller. Obviously, with the, we we knew there was going to be some genre. I I don't know how sci-fi it was going to be or not, but like it was very clearly those Black Mirror episodes where they hide the tech, you know, mm. and they just like they want it to be as human as possible, even though you obviously are, you can't relate to this actual reality but you can relate to the behavior within it did the tone and the suspense work did it was act two a little slow for you it was obviously a little slow for me that's why i'm bringing it up but like i, I was kind of into the original hook of it I, I didn't think we went full not genre we didn't go full time period for me so like i could have used more i could have used way less fucking lens flares on chris pine's face like let's just see him we get it if it was just once and it was hiding him and they did like the weird anti-gatsby thing where you see leo with the raising the glass no no but like the lens flare on him for the entire scene and then the camera's changing angles and the lens flares moving around the screen that was really fucking weird for me but at the same time the idea of everything going on i was so strange but the idea was cool for me so what about you did, did did the tone that kind of stuff get you going or were you asking questions too early I think it worked for Dave. So Dave, why don't you why don't you tell us what's up to by I the mean, way? And Matthew Matthew Libatique is is no slouch. You know, he's an incredible cinematographer. The DP, yeah. A couple of Oscar um, noms, yeah. So this was Olivia's choice. You know, so let's that that was definitely yeah, I'm I mean, sure they had that they you have that conversation with directors. Are we going prime? Are we gonna to try to stay away from these things? Are we gonna go anamorphic? Are we gonna go longer lenses and try to invite that kind of flair language? And that was her decision, I'm sure. I, I bet he didn't say I'm doing this or else. <laughs> no, it would, it, would have been, it would have been a back and forth between them. They wouldn't like you do camera yeah. tests, you do all that stuff to see if it's going to get the look you want. But um, I feel like a, all of this was done on purpose because they were hinting from the get go. Oh, for sure. Like that, the- the, like basically the reveal at the end, um, because like right. the the, yeah. the 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 color like the color of the whole thing. It's bright. It's vibrant. It's like all the outdoors are really bright and sunny. The color is all there. It doesn't look fifties at all. That again, the film doesn't look it either. Like they nothing looks fifties. Doesn't sound it. They doesn't really sound it. Their yeah. dialects. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it like I feel like it's one of those ones where once you know the twist, 
you go back and you go, oh my God, it was right in front of me the whole fucking time. And that, I, I love that. Dave, I would agree with you more because I'm not disagreeing entirely. I do think they were doing that intentionally. But the flair that bothered me the most when I was watching it, and then as the movie went on, I started thinking well, you're, what you're saying, Dave, is the first time she approaches the headquarters, literally walking up to the, gla- to the mirror wall, that glass entrance. The flare was huge as she approached it and she stepped under the shadow. So I started, there was a moment where I was like, what is happening? And then I started thinking, because I think you know what's happening by that point. Um, I started looking for ways that they were going to use cameras as though they were being witnessed somehow in this weird experiment kind of thing. And they didn't do that at all. Mm. So I think if they had gone in that direction to say like, yes, we are filming you. Like this is being observed. There is something false about this that is under some kind of observation, but they didn't do that. So the flares just stayed a part of the cinematography for me. They never went into the story commenting there, on the cinematography. There were a couple drifting around that I was like, well, that's, you know, because especially when you got like the half flare and you just got the dark spots. Exactly. That's um, what I was and noticing. I was like, is that mostly, a film error they lifted in? Also, if, I, if, but, I'm being, if I'm yeah. being specific, knowing the ending too, if this was, I'm going to say it. I'm yeah. going to say it. We're, exactly. we're spoil- We've already spoiled this, right? Yes. We've already spoiled this? Yeah. James Bond is dead. Yeah, say it. James Bond's dead. <laughs> if this whole movie's a simulation, there wouldn't be any lens flares. We're not a... Yeah, that's, that's what I couldn't stop thinking about. <laughs> it doesn't if, make if any not going sense. To, if they're not going to play with the fact that... Because for a while, I was like, is this a video game? Is, is Chris Pine making this? And he's literally following them around and observing them and watching them inside this, this code that he's written. But since they didn't go there, and didn't make it that specific and physical. I did feel that way the whole time, Jeff. I, I felt like, I just, why does this feel like say, a movie? This should um, feel like we're, yeah. Like Eve Online, um, Elder Scrolls Online, fucking lens flares everywhere, dude. Like the, these simulation games All have right. fucking lens flares. It's the okay. new, it's okay. the new style. All right, fair enough. Um, cool. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I didn't, I now didn't that, know now that. Now that has now, set a, yeah, has set right. a rule. Everybody now, just... now the ray trace like elements can handle it. Like they put, the, they fucking throw them in everywhere. But um, yeah, sure, I, sure, sure, sure. What do you think of the audio mix? I, um, I, I should I should sit back because I didn't see it in a fancy theater like you guys. I, I didn't see it in a fancy theater either. I saw um, it in a. It, it was a very well calibrated normal large theater at AMC. Cool. So like it was really good. Seven point one basically, mm. and it was. Um, so I don't want to comment too much on the mix. Did you notice something in IMAX that was distracting? Yeah. I no, not distracting. It was fucking amazing. There was all this layered oh, cool. sound imagery underneath it. Like <laughs> I so it's a really it. interesting like choice of effects, like things scraping over shit, stuff to just like well, they had and time because they was, wrapped this movie but it, 22 yeah. months ago. But it was buried in there, like in amongst I, layers I, of other sounds just to make you feel uncomfortable. And I it, I responded to it really well. I dug it. I enjoyed, I think my favorite thing about the the mix was the panning. There was a lot of fun panning that they did oh, yeah, where yeah. it would either live or begin in extreme right or left. And I bet in IMAX or Dolby, it probably did some really fun things in the back corners too. Um, so I enjoyed that. It got my, you know, I was perking up. My ears were a little bit raised whenever we would do that. Some of those effects that I think you're talking about, um, just in general, there was definitely a heightened realism with a lot of the sound effects. The yeah. eggs would not sound like that. Like they, they went way yeah. over the top with it. Oh yeah, the so, eggs were so loud. <laughs> well, it's like yeah. the Matrix. Why does everything taste like chicken? Well, that's one of the movies. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> excellent. excellent. That's, what, that's what one of the, yeah. The Matrix, The Truman um, Show, The Separate Wives, and 
I'm it's sure it's all of those mashed up, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Black There's Mirror a, episode. Uh, As I say, yeah. I've said that ten different times in this podcast, but honestly, no, no, no. John, I mean, that John, is what, a, do you, what do you type in, John? What do you type in? What are you looking up? I was typing in. I was trying to find. There's a wonderful anecdote in Sidney Met, Sidney Lumet's book on making movies called where he just talks about the difference between drama versus melodrama. And I kind of couldn't stop thinking about how we haven't seen a lot of melodrama in contemporary series driven television, which is where a lot of us watch our drama. Like I think a lot of us that we're not going to the movies as much. We're watching, which by the way, I'll just plug this. I think this would have done much better as a series than a movie. Kind of can't believe she passed on an opportunity to get a creator credit and walk away from this thing. Cause I think it could have lived and it had legs to be something else, but um, I felt like this was like pure melodrama. It was really? almost as though the emotions and the plot were more important than believably authentic character-driven behavior. And well, it helped yeah. when I started putting on that hat, when I was like, I'm not supposed to think this is happening right now today with all the normal things. It's, uh, uh, I, it's not at all the same tone. But it's kind of what you start to feel about halfway through the village when you realize, what's going on? What, why don't they all have hmm. the same dialect? Why don't they all, what's, you know, you start to put those pieces together. And as soon as I started looking at it like that, it made me think about this. And tell me if you guys you, agree. You start looking for a guard in a shack to tell you exactly what's going on. <laughs> Somebody tell me what's going on. It started, it started making me think, like, if 20 years from now, somebody watches Olivia Wilde's canon, I think they're going to enjoy this movie way more than we watch, than we are today. Uh, for people who don't I, like this movie, for mm. people who have issues with it, I think I, there's something about what is happening right now with content that the way these ideas were pushed together and put out there, I think a lot of people are not conditioned to watch that kind of thing. And I also don't know if that was her intention, if she, if she nailed it. To, to be totally well, honest, that's that's the thing I'm very curious about. Like with a lot of the negative reviews this got, were those reviews by men? Because no, there is no, some there's, confronting, no, there's, there's, there's some definitely, confronting there's shit at the end of this. For no, there's, like there's, there's, there are women who are not happy about their views of feminism on this, which I don't even know if well, like we are, yeah. we should talk about. I, I saw feminism, a, a second wave feminism, anti-feminism. I've heard all these things that I was like, I'm not qualified to talk about any of these things on a podcast, but there are definitely a lot of women who even the simulation idea, they almost think that they shot themselves in the foot very, very simply, like, like right down the, the canon. If this is set in modern times, don't make her a doctor because a doctor would never wish to be that instead. You know what I mean? Like, and, and also like, she's not, she, she wouldn't be struggling. She, she would dump him. I know, I know it wasn't a choice. I know it wasn't a choice, but yeah. like the, the misery that they have as a couple just isn't clicking with people. Oh, that I've, yeah. Now I've been in one of those that clicked with me. You were great. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, and I guess the, I the idea that the idea that, you know, not even just Florence, because I know it wasn't her choice, but I, I, again, I'm not qualified to talk about the feminism aspect of this, but I don't think they went, they didn't go full that, you know, and I actually turned back to the guys in this because if you, you know, like I, who was it? One of the daily show guys was talking about like, like Leonardo DiCaprio went full racist and Django Unchained, but it was necessary to see like so many people have, have messed up that trope. And Leo was like, I'm going full. Ra-. I know that's a weird comparison for this, but in this case, the guys and part oh, of the reason sh- and Shia LaBeouf quit because he didn't get rehearsal time. And I think that, yeah, you don't want to oversell it, but none of the guys, they, they didn't, re- they clearly didn't rehearse together. And if this really was a simulation, then all the guys would have been on the same page. So Nick Kroll, for instance, was like, 
he was really out on his own. He was like, is he the comedic support? But he's also kind of supposed to be douchey because of that. And they really left him high and dry. But if all of the guys were just like, oh shit, the women are fucking up our story. And, and if they were able to do that in a way that wasn't obvious, but we knew something was going on with the guys. Yeah, but they, Jeff, but they, 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 played, yeah. they played against it so much that it was basically, it was closer to the Stepford Wives, which again is fine. But if, if, if they wanted this to be a feminist film, you got to pay more attention to the guys in this to help sell this. And I know that seems crazy that I'm like, it's about the men. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is Florence Pugh was on a fucking life raft. And she said, Nick mm. Kroll, can you help? And he said, I'm trying. And then I, the other guys were worthless. I, I can't even tell you a single thing about the other guys in this movie. But if they were all on the same team, that would it would have been a little clearer that, for me. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think Chris Pine knew what movie he was in. Um, so did Gemma Chan. There's something behind Gemma Chan's eyes that yeah. was very like, okay, are we in yeah, Blade yeah. Runner? Are we in one so of those? So this things? is the recasting happens all the time. And y'all feel free to fill me in on some things I don't know about Shia LaBeouf. I heard a little bit about it, but mm. what Shia or somebody with his type would have brought to this role is an inner conflict that Harry Styles doesn't have the skill to to, to portray. It's nothing certainly against not, him. Certainly not with a month it's of, of a, time. He had a month. Yeah, and- yeah. I mean, I don't hold that against him at all. It's just he's he. Come on, this is, this is this is tough. That's a really tough thing to bring out of your work. The subtlety that's required so that it's very clear but not indicative. Neither existed for me. It wasn't clear and it wasn't alluded to. I had to have the writers tell me that, and then the editors shove it down my throat at the end of this movie so that it made sense because I didn't I didn't see any of that conflict at all. Um, so that was the one thing that knowing I started after to see fact, as, uh, we go, as, as we go about halfway through act two, I started to see him like kick in a little bit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when they were in the car and she's getting dragged out, like, is that what you're talking about? So I mean, yeah, no, that was all her like that. Like th- this movie was all Florence yeah, for, yeah. for starters. Like they focused deliberately on the women, like, but her, her performance was fucking phenomenal. She does like, it's almost like they go, oh, here's the character and she liquefies and pours herself into it. Like just these little facial tics and business she gives she herself. Did. I love that. She did. The only you know you know. But again, she, did, she she's was so good, and she's a singular. You know, like wonderful actor. It kind of kept. I couldn't. I was very distracted in this movie, which is never a great sign. I couldn't stop thinking about like how I just. I just didn't. I know they had a lot of juicy sex scenes and kissing scenes and touching scenes and a lot of intimacy, physical intimacy on this in this movie. I didn't buy them as a couple for one one millisecond. And it, it kind of made me keep thinking about these these excellent role uh, movies with a uh, really strong leading women, and how important the supporting male characters were to make it believable that they had a yeah. relationship that was. Unfortunately, this is a movie that is falls into this group. This is a movie where a woman is at the center of it, and the core of her issues revolves around her relationship. We can talk about right. the feminism I, in that if we want to or not. Yeah. But I just don't. I didn't buy that they were. I didn't buy that there was that there was any kind of um, you know when you look at a fucked up couple and you ask yourself why are they still together and you can kind of recognize that poisonous thing that's at the center of it that is keeping them together and both of them have a little version of that which is why they're still in it. I didn't even see that. Which ultimately, mm. when you see what this movie is saying about they weren't really good together. Yeah. I didn't see what kept them together the in the real I wanted, world. I wanted something dangerous about it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I don't think they were going to be together in the real world. That's why he did this. But they, he but knew they she were. was going to go. They were married. Yeah. Like, I just they weren't, I just they weren't married. Buy... They were just together. They were living together. Okay. Yeah. 
I, the, the only, and the only criticism I ending. have for casting Florence Pugh is that, it, and it's, I know this shouldn't matter, but, but the whole movie builds to this information that is delivered to you at the very end. It took me out of it for a second. She looks young and acts young and has a very youthful energy. And I did not believe for one fucking second that she had gone through 12 years of training to be a doctor. That, that distracted me. She was supposed to be a veteran doctor who had been doing that for, I get the sense that that was like her job. She was not in her residency. But I said that before. We're saying, we're saying similar things, but different, where I was like, they, not, not, that, not that nurse is more befitting her station, because that's obviously so demeaning to say, but, but I, I'm with you in the sense that there's just like 26 about, years old, right? There's something about the choice of, of a doctor who just did 12, she just did 12 surgeries and has to be up the next day, which is fine. But hates her life, so therefore the guy is. I, I know that they're they're trying to make it seem like he's like a Joe. He's like a Joe Rogan bro, you know, maybe like on 4chan and stuff. And he's a gamer, and I, you know, they, I, they didn't really lay that in enough. But I just, I just, I didn't buy that for what it's worth. And I'm, I'm still with you, John, for what you said before, where I had fun. And Dave, I'm not trying to yuck your yum, but I do feel like that could have yeah. been a better choice. I'm not saying that would have saved the film for me because there's still a lot of these kinds of questions where I'm like, what is the plane? Did somebody die? Was that a hallucination? Like, you know, these things don't really matter that much, but it's like they spent a lot of time on it. Like, I, I hope we can at least play with them a little bit, but it's like, is it even necessary to talk about the plane? Is it necessary to talk about the kid? I guess not. I just, I feel like the, the choice of a doctor yeah. is one that was a very simple choice that could have been. I, I did kind of like, I was like, where the fuck did that plane come from? Like who, who sent that plane in the simulation? And I like seeing yeah, it go through the simulation, right? Where they have the wobble, the little yeah, wobble. So you can tell like, okay, right. This is, that's there. But yeah. I'm, I'm, was it, was it another person? Because then as soon as they said, if you die in this, which is very matrixy, right? If you die in the, this world, you die yeah. in the real world. I was like, okay, well then it can't just be somebody dicking around in a plane and crashing it. Right. Cause then they die. Like I, it, they didn't, they just didn't give us enough for that, I guess. Yeah. Do you guys have it? I mean, not that we need to like have a deep conversation about it, but I, that made so little sense to me that I kind of just tried to dismiss it after the fact. Cause I, I mean, just, I don't understand was, how it existed. It was literally a device to get her off the bus. That was probably that, in hindsight, that's a cheap moment. It's, yeah. So unfortunately, this movie for me, and I, I can't help but yield to David Lynch and people like him who seem to live in this world of strangeness, and they, they seem to be, they really breathe that oxygen. Um, there were so many, I'm not going to say that, it's hard to talk about, but there are certain traits that seem to be important when you're dealing with abstract uh, material. Subtlety is not always your best friend. Specificity and clarity and need to be like... They need to be delivered. You know when you're in a weird moment with David Lynch. You, you know that like there is something happening that is supposed to be affecting you a certain way. It's not supposed to be clever. It just happens. And I felt like every time something strange happened in this movie, I felt like they were like, isn't that strange? Isn't that weird? And it didn't help that there was a lot of in, very indicative music cues that told me you should feel weird about this moment. This is an ominous moment. This is a strange moment. This is a, I mean, th there were so many things like that where I was, I was a little bit like, I don't know, I think she may have bitten off more than she could chew. I mean, going from book smart to something like I this, think... that is a, that is a quite a leap. And Jeff, you've said it already, but this dude up there at the dog park, I'm trying to remember the exact sentence, but he basically said it felt like um, an expensive, 
Black Mirror episode that they wanted to be better, but they ended up putting it in the middle of the season because it wasn't their strongest episode. I was like, I think I know what you mean. That's on behalf of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you're right. That, I mean, I, you were right, John, with that, in that it's not the most, none of these ideas are the most original. The simulation idea has been done a million times. Uh, for me, it was actually the don't, the DJ one on Black Mirror where they, they, they play out the dating scenarios and then yeah. they have that, they have that thing at the end where I, I don't understand it. I'm not saying in this movie, we should understand things. And I'm going to be very, if you guys have seen this, this episode or whatever, and it's actually starring the, the barbarian, um, the lead in barbarian. She's in this, this show where it's like, they're trying to figure out, they go through these dating, they're paired together. Oh, it's the one with the, like, is that the one with the repeated escapes and stuff or the, the escape in the middle of it? I don't remember. I don't think so. It's just it's just that they're dating and they have a they have an expiration date on each on each person. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think so. And so like they're dating and, and they obviously are dating other people and it's all but then at the end you you almost wonder was the whole thing basically like what happens if AI plays out our life to match us? Like what if we actually played out all of the different scenarios? That that's the way I interpret it. But I still don't even know, but I'm it's like I've seen this once years ago and I'm still thinking about it. I think this movie wanted to be that and I don't know if she bit off more than she could chew. She just didn't pull it off. I think that's that's the simplest thing. So all of the ideas were great. All of the ideas were great. And you know, people that are saying like oh, it's a bad take on feminism, but you know what? She was trying. And I think she I think it's it's so easy to say she didn't she didn't know what she's doing because the Gemma Chan killing of Chris Pine makes no fucking sense. And the way she says, now it's my turn, makes even less sense. Like it's almost like they cast Gemma Chan and they needed to give her more. And then afterwards they were like, We shouldn't have given her more, but we can't cut that out of the movie. It's it makes it's it's almost like living proof on the screen that they didn't really know what they wanted. If you guys can give me one reasonable explanation as to why she kills Chris Pine at the end, then I'll, I will succeed. I will succeed my my points for the rest of the episode. I mean, the, what I took away from that was she knows about the simulation, and she sat there and watched him fuck it up and fuck it up and fuck it up, and just you know use it for male manipulation basically. And finally, enough was enough. Enough is enough. So what? So, so she's going to run she, the simulation yes. now. Yeah. So they're going to start over again, and she's going to run the simulation. But it'll but be for women. Get out of it. But she just murdered but, him in real life, and she can't get out of it because the guys can, yeah. put them in. Well, we don't know that if she's aware of the simulation, and like, because Florence Pugh basically got out at one point, and they he had to okay, put her so back this in. This is kind of what I was. This is kind of what I was trying to allude to, and and again, it's not like I have. I have my version of the answers. It was just the things that kept bumping for me over and over and over again. That subtlety and that ambiguity, and I'm. It's uh, easily missed. There's a time missed, and a place yeah. for subtlety and ambiguity when it's when it's really when it helps tell the story because you're going to fill in all these gaps in your mind. There were so many examples where her application of subtlety and ambiguity, I think, were a disservice because it it came off trying to be smarter than it needed to be to actually tell that story. Trying to be smarter than it needed to be to tell that story. It was really just going to be a twist and reveal. I'm fine with that. We love movies like that. That's great. It did, you know, it doesn't need to have this absurd element to it. But if it's going to, do it. Go there and go all the way there and have us live in this place where we're not sure if we should even feel like we're watching something that is realistic. I feel like it was still in between those two things, which that's the bottom where you could chew. I'm sorry, but like your work as a director starts when you're reading as a script. When you're reading a script, and if she, her and her friend who wrote this made these adjustments, the first flaws were in their final sc- shooting script. These things existed on the page. I'm sure of it. There's no doubt that they weren't 
the the red plane that's written this ending those lines that you're talking about all that's on the page it's not like let's see what happens let's shoot it and let's fix fix it in the editing room um so again, I, 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 there were a lot of ideas here that were, were interesting, even though none of them are original. I don't care if they're original. Yeah, we, we, well, we tell the same stories over and over and over again. But I do feel like the, the way they were fleshed out, the way they were played out, I wonder if there's more footage that would have helped that they ended up cutting. They would have just revealed a little mm. bit more information because I think we all kind of knew what was up. Like she knew something was up. We knew something was up. So just give us a little bit more info. I'll let you finish um, that thought, but... <laughs> yeah, sure, 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 sure. Uh, Jeff, you said something a minute ago that made me want to ask you a question about what you were talking about. Do you remember the last thing kind of flung no, you were talking about? No, of course not. Of course, I don't remember. Would, of course I don't remember that. Um, right, but I will say what one thing it? that I, I, do dif- I do disagree with one female critic who was very down on this movie and the feminist portrayals of it. Actually, like the the romance of it early on, I was okay with. And I know, John, you said there wasn't a lot of chemistry, but as far as him just like going down on her when he comes home from work on the kitchen table and then breaking dishes, did it make total sense? No, but it was very intriguing. You know what I mean? It was curious. Even like the weird Chris Pine walking in on them doing it at the house. Like I was like, okay, in hindsight with the simulation, that that's actually something that could have worked that was you know? i mean that was a choice she was in an interview and she was like that was a, a deliberate choice no man comes in this film and i, and honestly, and I think no. and that's, yeah, yeah, yeah and that's cool especially in in the grand scheme of things of whatever they're going for with this movie but if, if harry styles trapped her against her will obviously and nobody's wondering where their surgeon went and he's um not going to go to jail for the rest of his life for doing that which again are questions that are off the screen we don't have to waste our I mean, time that, asking yeah, even that though happens. that's wild after that last breath, so that's, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, you, you but, can write um, your. They they didn't do the the, uh, the nice little wrap up scene like a promising young know, woman. But the fact that this 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 Joe Rogan bro, which I I, I say in the derogatory sense, I understand that people listen to Joe Rogan. I've listened to Joe Rogan, and it's been very fascinating the things that I've listened to. I'm not hating on him because he's an anti vaxxer and spread some misinformation on some of his episodes. But like anyway, the fact that he just comes home from this fake work that he didn't go to and just like. He said, we don't need to eat. I can just go down on you. Like, that's actually, I, I feel like that at least is is something in the right direction for, I don't know what they were going for, but I feel like that's something that could work. And for, I'm sure if the, the row of 10 people in front of me watching Harry Styles come home from work in a suit, drink a sip, sip of whiskey and go down on someone on the, kitchen, on the kitchen table, I feel like that's something that definitely could work and I think did work for this film, for the people that Yeah, that, wanted, doesn't, that, didn't, you know what that I mean? didn't bother me at all, especially... Especially when you learn, you know, when you look back on it retroactively, that these fucking pathetic men with their insecurities who put these women mm. in these situations, for, for the most part, I guess we're, we're we're supposed to assume that most of them, the women didn't necessarily know. He probably um, never went down on her like in the, real life. Maybe he was yeah, worried about his sexuality, do, but in the sim, he's a hero. Like, I totally, yeah, that, that the first thing they want to do is great. like feel like the man and go in there and I have mean, some, yeah, yeah. I did appreciate that. Do you think I this whole what thing? I wanted to ask you. What? Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Uh, I was just, do, you, do you think this whole thing was written from the perspective of how women see how men want them to be? Well, it was first written by men, which, you know, in 2022, I guess these kinds of things that matters. But um, I mean, but like, just look at the way things are going. Like, it's like it, it's like with every decision that's made in this world, they're, they're like, we're trying to revert to the 50s, basically. I think they're, I, if I were to guess, and I have no idea. If I were to guess, I mean, I feel like that might have been a bit of a theme. I think what they're saying here is that a lot of contemporary men who feel emasculated 
wish that women wish they were in the 50s because life was so easy. It's almost like guys wish that they could just lay by the pool and drink all day and stare at plants, but not garden, just drink. So why, why is it that women hated it when they did that? I feel like that was I think the, the most take telling. I agree with, I agree right. with both. Well, I agree with, I agree with both of you that you can lift either of those themes and the most telling and seen maybe indicative, but the most telling moment was I think when he pointed out, when she figures it out that you weren't happy, you were working all the time, you were miserable. And yeah. she says, yeah, but it was still my life. Like, I, I, so I think yeah, they're, sure. I think they were trying to comment on like this. It's not quite as simple. Um, binary perhaps of the uh the responsibilities that that these kinds of men i hope they're not saying all modern men but maybe the modern man who's in a who's really struggling with how to be supportive of women who are now dealing with the same kinds of struggles and in the way that they would deal with it that that you're not supposed to fucking rescue them from their yeah. own fucking life so I did feel like that theme was really clear sure. and I appreciated that, mm. but it, it made me want more of that. And I felt like they <laughs> just revealed that so quickly that I didn't really get to, yeah. to lift it for myself, like and discover it and be like, Oh my goodness. Like that was what a commentary. It kind of was, it was said to me and then it was over. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think they breath, meant all men either. Cause like they, it was a very small community, although they, they did say they were about to extend the back row. I think so more men were coming. To- I think it was kind of meant <laughs> to be an allegory, ones. though. I think yeah. it was meant to be an allegory. I, I was, again, distracted. I was trying to think, like, is this allegory? I, I don't think I would go that far. I think they did a pretty good job of not making it feel like straight-up allegory, but it was okay. extremely metaphorical and thematic, especially when you show the man getting sucked down a YouTube video with some QAnon motherfucker telling you yeah. that, yeah. like, women need to know their place. Like, that was, a, that was a powerful shot. I wanted more of it. I wanted to know a little bit more about how they took the leap from this is my, this is my video that I have on YouTube and you're listening wanted, to it to there's, here's advanced technology yeah. that I'm going to hand to you. How did, also, they, how did he get those things? Can I just say Harry, Harry, Harry Styles, like in his hoodie mode looked a fucking lot like uh, Evan Peters. Who's doing. I thought you were going to go. Uh, I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to go. Dahmer, yeah. Batman. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was. I, I, I was like, did they? Did they change the actor for a minute? Because he was. He looked completely different. Yeah, that, that, I, I, I mean, so is, did she. But I think. Tell me if you guys felt this way. I'm not saying this was the only answer, but it was so clear to me how. Okay, when Olivia Wilde reveals that she knew that she was doing this mm. because she had lost her children. All I could think about was you should be the lead of this story. That a woman going through a motivator, an obstacle like that to have to deal with, is this real or not? I feel like, and with the children as a motivator and the women like Florence Pugh happening in supporting roles, these themes of feminism and everything we're talking about would have been I think even more clear and even tougher oh. to swallow because the obstacle would have been so emotional. Shit, dude. I think like that's that's where I'd have to agree. It would lean itself into an anthology series where you cover a different woman each season. I mean, the series idea would have been great. You know, would have been great. The, that like that, been, that would have been sorry, good. 
yeah. would have been great as a Desmond episode with, with Harry, which is what you're saying with Harry. We just get the one that you know, they can have 12 episodes of all of the different Stepford wives, but then just the one episode down the hatch. Once you have that reveal, the next episode is, you know what I'm talking about with Lost? The end of season one is yeah, the hatch. The Des- well, although the, the Desmond episode would be the Chris Pine episode. Like, yeah, how yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. did this, yeah, him yeah. and his fucking yeah. good point. Good point. doctor dude, like create this good, shit. Good point. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I don't know, but when Olivia Wilde said that I, I to me, that was, that was so. the first time I had an emotional reaction. I was like, oh my God. No, I, that, I, that's I, she nailed that scene. You're right. That would have been good in a series. I don't think that would have been the right choice for the lead of this movie, but I wish that they did make a movie where that landed a better punch. Because at that point, it, it got so yeah. formulaic where all the, the tropes just came into play where it was like, okay. Oh, she Although knew? I was like, okay, well, that's not, you know, that makes sense that she knew and she I did wanted think it. That, that's like, why she was pushing back guess, so much stuff. It made me think of Wandavision though, and I was like, that's so popular. Maybe you don't want to do that again because because they kind of did that. But I don't know. I got really intrigued by the idea of that's how much do comparison. the other women know? Yeah. How much do the other women know? What are they going through to repress their power to be here, or are they being held here out of their you know not by their free will like she is? And it, it made me so interested. And that scene in the cul-de-sac when she walks out made me so angry. What the fuck was that? It was obviously she a Truman Show. And she was they like, wanted it to be looking the tr- at these women and she was like, I'll look at you. Just yeah. like Margaret did, by the-, the way. Just like Margaret did at the beginning of the film and it didn't work. Why did it work when Florence did it? There was it, no justification it was, it was so obviously the Truman yeah. Show where he goes out and he stops traffic. There it was, was a, so obviously that moment with the music a, swelling. Quick, there was a quick throwaway from Chris Pine earlier on about how she was special and she was going to challenge him and there was something well, special about yeah, her. The way it was and done, that, the, that was that was it. That wasn't fleshed out. And the way it was done, things exploding. I didn't like that either. The way it was honest. done, the way it was done, she should have picked the other women up in the car because the fact that she walks out into the middle of the, rather than just get in the car and go as soon as as soon as Olivia Wilde goes, this is yes, real. This yes. is really happening. You have to go. Her walking out and spending two minutes, like if. If she if she actually has her intelligence, which is high because she's a doctor, she would have gotten in the car and got the fuck out of there. And at best, and just, best case scenario, she would have tried to pick up some women on the way, but to just go out and stare. And just dramaturgically, yeah, the stakes I, again. That scene between her and Olivia were, was good for me. I was like, oh god, like it's out of the box. We're learning everything we need to know. Get out of there, girl! And then the urgency just got taken away completely when she strutted out into the middle of the cul-de-sac. And then that's gonna all right. Now I'm going to transition to a technical element that I noticed at least twice. And I'm curious if you guys noticed it too. There were twice, two times in this movie where continuity issues were so distracting that I know it's not supposed to be a real world, but I think, I don't think these played by those rules. When she tears off in the car, when she makes her right turn onto the next street, she's going and she looks behind uh, and then it cuts and it shows all the cars behind her turn onto that street. There are a couple of those in that last chase. And then she cuts back. She looks back behind her and there are no cars. And then in their point of view, when it cuts to them, you can see her car like a hundred feet in front of them. There are a couple that of That distracted mm-hmm. me. When, what's her name? When um, Chen walks into the ballet studio, she walks across. We've all shot these kinds of scenes where there are mirrors and how are we going to deal with the mirrors? She walks across the mirrors. The plane of the degree changes so that the plane of focus would have brought her across the mirrors and she wasn't there. I'm just saying there were there were a few times like that where I was like, "Are they fucking with us?" But they weren't fucking with us. That that didn't turn into a visual theme where they were trying to play with what's real and not real. And I think they were just mistakes. And it took yeah. me out of the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
you want to you want to know what uh, took me out of the film and ruined it? No, because you like the movie. No, no this, I, this I love the movie. I love the I love the movie. I thought it was podcast. great. But there was one scene where she walks in, and there's a fro- like a a mirror that's blurred out. And you can clearly see a cameraman in shorts sitting in the fucking reflection. <laughs> I did not notice that. Which scene was that, dude? Uh, she walks in and she puts her arm up and hangs her jacket up. I think it was in the in outside world. Yeah. Uh, but you can see oh, in the a, outside you can, world. You can see a fucking cameraman sitting there in shorts, like white shorts, with his head behind like the camera. They had a year and a half to paint that motherfucker out. And yeah, it, like, it was blurred, so obviously it was a little more discreet. But I spotted it right away. I'm like. What the fuck is that? Is that like a weird painting? But no, it's a fucking cameraman. Her arm's reflecting in the painting. Mm, uh, in the mirror, sorry. Yeah. This is one of those there things where I'm almost issues. wondering, did they do, you know, it's it sounds so crazy to say, but like, did they do these on purpose to get people to notice the way I that mean, Marvel, they notice they these things? If they explain that like in one of the interviews, they do it, I'm very happy. <laughs> well, yeah. no, 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 no. Because that was meant to, that, that, was no. just, that was just for them. That was disgruntled I mean, employees, I mean, that was. I mean, now it was like, well, maybe people would notice this and then, People are going to have to go back and either watch it or rewatch it to try to find the shit. Like, you know, it's I, they had a year and a half and they had Warner Brothers. They could have easily mm. paid someone a couple hundred dollars like Dave to paint this motherfucker out of the screen. They could have easily done it before. Done yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're hitting on this movie. I think so. <laughs> if we were to say something good about the movie to wrap up here, because I think we got I said it. a lot of good things. We said a lot of good things. I I'm going to say I'm going to say what I said. I'm going to reiterate what I said earlier, <laughs> because I am an avid film watcher. And I have often watched directors' entire canons from beginning to end, and I wasn't alive for the first 20 years of their canon. If 20 years from now some kid watches Olivia Wilde's movies, I think that they're going to be like, ah, there was, you know, that was a pretty cool movie. It, was, it wasn't her best, but that was pretty cool. Hmm. I think what's happening with the context of the way this has been presented, it is getting people in the seats because I think they want to see what's all the fuss is about. 30 million so far. It's got to be pretty good. But I good. think it's going to watch, I think this movie's going to watch much better out of context. And Years by that time as well, they'll have fixed, like they'll have painted out the camera guy in the mirror. Yeah, and <laughs> like HBO, like, right? Like, like no, like Thor did when they when they released Thor. Like all, half a lot of the visual effects had changed because they went back and did them again. When when we did a rewatch of it with uh, I watched it with Therese, and I'm like, they've changed Heimdall's kid's head, floating <laughs> head. It's like it was totally di- a totally different effect. Um, Does anybody else think this is my last like? <laughs> Real criticism on the indicativeness of this metaphor that is this movie. When those, when she looks over the edge of the cliff, that whole, but guys, that chase sequence and the explosion was was not good. <laughs> that whole, that whole thing with her, he was like, "Move, also, you idiots!" Also, he and then a, she hits on the brakes, and it was no. Like, also, he has a pretty like, good car. They, they, why did all of those shitty cars catch up to her car? Anyway, yeah, I, yeah none of it made sense. Okay, none of it made sense. All right, so she hits the brakes. Also, also wait, wait, they had just shown us in ten seconds. You're leaving the simulation. I'm pretty sure they didn't all walk their way up to that building and then touch the screen. So yep. I, I thought they just evaporated. So yep. none of that that didn't make any sense either. Okay, sorry, John. Back to you. Maybe there's a maybe it's literally like the glass ceiling idea. Like it's different for the one. I don't know. But I was trying in my head. I got distracted. That didn't make sense to me. Like, my, in 10 my seconds, biggest... you're out of the simulation. Only if you drive all the way up and then you run up the rocks and then your car somehow are going to be double parked I, I, on a cliff. And it doesn't I matter. got the impression they were driving into the car park in the bottom. Yeah, I don't know why she didn't go through Me the... Too. Anyway, yeah, all yeah. of this yeah. stuff, yada, yada, yada. That's where Timothy Simons came out of. John, you anti, my biggest anti-feminism moment was when... 
oh no, my car. <laughs> she like turns into the side of the of the mountain when she's tearing it up there. Like oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was ridiculous. And like she didn't know how to like back like that that really bummed me out. But when she looks over the edge, I was like, if we don't know what this movie is about yet. When she looks over the edge. And the entire fucking cast of Squid Game is coming for her. White men are coming. Like, (laughs) all these, like, all these, like, fucking trumpeter guys are, like, running up the side of this fucking mountain in their red suits. And they all look like the exact same. Like, any given white guy in his 20s to 40s could eventually imprison you. And (laughs) there's nothing you can, like, this is, like, their goal. I don't know. That just, that, that, the idea of it, again, it was, like, it's a cool idea. I can see that storyboard shot and being, like, whoa, that's, that could be really powerful if we find the right edit. And it just felt like you created this problem for her, which was bullshit because she would not have crashed her car. There was no, there was no one right behind her. So that was like, just because you wanted to do that to give her another struggle. And then she like looks over the edge and that, I don't know, that happened. It just felt like the last thing you put into my, the last flavor I got to have was that really indicative shot of, oh no, these men are trying to pull me back down into this. I just felt I, think like it's it was... I think it's Truman Show too because he crashes the boat and she just could not get these things out of her head. It's like make your own movie because also if she does crash her car, she's smart enough to know don't spend thirty seconds looking around. Just fucking run. It's right there. Who like it doesn't matter. I don't like it when you. I don't like Jeff. What do they always say in improv? Play your characters to, to the, the smartest top level of their, of their intelligence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the... we knew who she was. It was like, dude, give me a fucking break. Like anybody would not. I don't know. It just that, that frustrated me a little bit. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. There was uh, lens flares aside. There was a lot of aesthetic. <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, really rich, rich aesthetic and art direction in this movie. That yeah, I thought it was like gorgeous. Most of the shots were really lovely, like yeah. the composition and the, the, all the detail that they put into it. It did make me feel like. Whoever designed this simulation had a fucking good eye. Cause like, did you, did you notice like with the depth change when they were spinning, they were doing the spiral? Like the camera, when the the camera, well, a couple of times they did it, but when, whenever the camera went around everyone, it spiraled in like the city, like the town. Are you talking about like when they were, say that again, when they were moving around, like when they, when the camera was spinning around the group. So like they did those big circular motions, it got slightly closer every time or slightly out, so it spiraled, like the design of the town. Ah, uh, like the design of the oh, town. Yeah, that's cool. good. Yeah. That's good. That's good, Dave. There were a few, there were some other motifs that I feel like I I started but, to notice, like the more this movie was going on. Like, again, it was it was shot, it was shot well. It's apparently based on this photograph, and actually they went to the house where the photograph was taken, which is called like gossiping at the poolside, the poolside gossip or something, which is just like two ladies in the 50s at the pool during the day, what I, you imagine is in the week because there's no men around, uh, and it's it's Chris Pine's house. It's like a famous house that's in, um, they, they filmed most of it in Palm Springs, but this is in um, one of those places in California that looks like Nevada. <laughs> what did you guys think of Chris Pine? Like, that's kind of the only person we haven't really yeah, good. Because I, I even liked this whole thing with the psychosis and stuff. In hindsight, that all checked out. And so yeah. his opening speech, I feel like was was overly staged. And I feel like the Harry Styles thing, like I feel like he did everything he could because they kept make, they kept cutting to him, and he was. They were like, "How many different times can you sound like a barker at a carnival?" It's like, look at him, look at him dance. I can't believe he's doing that. Oh my god, look at this. This so is my employee. And it was it was rolls? weird. But, but, What's but up he with the did. barrel rolls? <laughs> what, what is that? I mean, they knew, I, they, well, at that point, I started to wonder who's got control of him. Was he doing it? Well, yeah, and also, was yeah. Like, was Chris Pine driving him at that point? 
So what? Chris Bryan has, can take control of anything he wants in the simulation. But also because in hindsight, it's like everybody gets their own day, you know? So like, because everybody, you know, obviously like the promotions are fake. So like at some point it's going to be somebody else's time, but yeah, whatever. Uh, no, I mean, they're good. not that's fake. Good. It's, it's, it's like second life, dude. The, the um, open world it's just like, like game, like where you basically create a life in this computerized world. Yeah. I like was just hearing this about, um, as a Steve Bannon, somebody, somebody who and interviewed Steve Bannon, but they people, were talking about how people lost their house over that fucking thing. Yeah. Well, they're talking about like Dave from accounting died and three people went to his funeral. Nobody knew who he was. He was a piece of shit, but Ajax died in a video game and people took off from work and 3000 people showed up at the funeral. It's the same person. So this is the, these ideas are not new. The simulation ideas are not new. Um, I just, I think they do this with actors, with actors, when you're playing multiple characters, you have to storyboard both characters separately. And I feel like she should have storyboarded inside the world and outside of the world separately. And I feel like she didn't. Does just, that make, is, I, that, is that, I don't want to make a criticism because she's so much more, well, she's no, so much no, no, more, no, no, she's so much more talented than me, but I feel like she was going for these images and these, these homages mm. and things. And um, that is, that's, I, I said my piece, you know what I mean? Chris Pine, I, I think the way, one thing that was crucially missing for me in what you're talking about, um, definitely some of the staging stuff. I mean, that doesn't help, but ultimately, I never sensed, I never sensed that kind of, that kind of conflict in Chris Pine either. That might be necessary to show that. Uh, you know, if I lose control over this world, what 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 could happen? I never saw him have any right. kind of struggle with that. So, I'm, I'm not to compare him to Ed Harris, not to compare this Show. film or, or Olivia Wilde to a genius, but in the Master, oh, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman is playing a cult leader, and there's just enough flaws in his character that it makes you see the the problems with following him and it starts making you what's brilliant about it is that it starts making you look at the people around them and you realize that all the gaps because of those flaws they're filled in by these people around him the worshipers Mm. and i kind of never got to see that from chris pine and i kind of because of that if you're not going to show those flaws all three of his speeches were the same speech for me well, I never I learned he, anything about him. I, I know, we're, I know I, this, I, this episode's dragging, but we learned, I, we learned he's a really good fucking gaslighter. He's a great gaslighter. Yeah, he yeah. He's, charming, he's charming as shit, but like, he's you're even a better you're even a better gaslighter if like with those character flaws there these I, I don't know. Well, I think, and then a part of the press, the reason the press thing is curious from his perspective is he very clearly. I have a feeling he did that, and then they just didn't get it on screen, and I'm not sure if that's because. Mm. Olivia Wilde stepped aside from filming or whatever. If, if those rumors, those could be rumors, you know, so we can throw them out. Who knows if, if that is true, even though. Fill me in, you guys, because I haven't followed anything. Th- there the are a lot of reports that, that like, Florence, Pugh, Florence Pugh actually shouted, I'm directing this movie, not you. Because Olivia Wilde was so smitten with Harry Styles that they would be like in the trailer, they would be running off. She would be following him around because she couldn't believe she was dating Harry Styles. She just got out of a relationship with, with Jason Sudeikis, like right before they started filming. As Dave alluded oh, wow. to, they got the, they got the, the, custody papers and if a man is suing for custody that that means that there's probably so anyway it, it got very messy so speculation is key like we we are speculating we everybody's speculating about this we don't know that that is true that on stage and even jason sudeikis yeah. which you can't take his you know what i mean but like 
apparently he said he was surprised that they would do that. And who knows if he meant to do that or not, but she got hands and papers on stage. Like that seems fucking crazy, but it seems like she was so into Harry Styles that, that, that she did the thing that like teenagers do where they're just like, Oh, you, you're going to be 10 minutes fixing the lights. Well, I'm going to go visit Harry in his trailer. And then Florence Pugh is on the set being like, where is everybody? That is the rumor. Who knows how much is and what's true. What's going on with Chris Pine? Oh, during the during the um, the interviews, he just seemed checked out. Yeah, he oh, was. The whole, there's there's photos he's like falling asleep during interview. Uh, and Harry like, Styles there's, saying there's like photos the of him. Things. Yeah, they're sitting there next to Harry Styles, and Harry Styles is when they asked him about the film, he's like, "Yeah, it just like it feels <laughs> it it feels like a movie. It's it's it feels yeah. like a movie." And that that was like he's, he, he hasn't he hasn't had clip. any press training. I sent it to, I was, sent it to you guys. Yeah. He, well, he's had press training for other things. Also, he's in the middle of his tour now, and now he has to do these press events. Oh, like he he wasn't supposed to be in this movie. I very clearly wasn't. And, he, and they came out in the middle of him being in Venice. It opened in Venice during his residency in Madison Square Garden. So none of this is like his his scheduler his manager was probably like losing sleep over how the fuck they're going to possibly make this work and chris pine is just sitting there in the back and he's like this is supposed to be one of those movies that i was in i did the best i could and i'm going to move on with my life and now here i am in venice and i have to listen to this shit and it's like mm. and so i mean of course florence checked out of any publicity for this she thing didn't do at any all. publicity too which didn't um, help her case she was okay. again like she was literally yeah no? yeah she didn't do any of it she was also filming dune too at the time but True. There, there, yeah, there's some whole speculation about like that there was some beef there, like between her and Olivia over that whole thing. There was also a clip leaked by Shia LaBeouf as well, I believe. Um, where there was a voicemail released, yeah, where but that was because Olivia Wilde said she fired him, but she didn't have to do, but she said he was fired and he leaked the email, the texts, and the voicemail asking him not to quit. Like that's how petty this got, but at the same point, it was like, how could you possibly say that? There was there was, was also a clip of her referring to Florence as Miss Flo, and this will this will this will show her and stuff like that. It was, yeah, it, it it all got weird. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, I still think that people should go see it. It sounds like they had some drama in the making of it, and yes. I I guess I'm kind of hoping that this will just age well, and we'll be able to look at it without all this bullshit around it because that's that's kind of annoying. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry for everybody involved if they had this yeah. much of a tough time making it. It sounds like I mean, it was yeah. a really cool go idea and, and a good script. Go and see it for Florence. She, she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I hope it doesn't sound like with all these criticisms, Olivia Wilde, please keep making movies. Book like, this was is so yeah. good. And yeah, she's I mean, talented. Come on, this is, this is yeah. a big reach. Satire is hard. Sci-fi is hard. You know. Keep going. Keep going. I want to see more. Right. We got to wrap this up. We've talked think- a lot. <laughs> all right let's do it. all right well fuck you John. <laughs> i'm sorry i i will i will record something else at some point but that sound means <laughs> it is time for our it final means whatever se- you want it to mean <laughs> it means yeah. it's time for our final segment of the night what you've been watching where we give you our recommendations for the week dave we always start with you what have you been watching what have i been watching i mean what came out this week dude and or and or do you like it loved it yeah, it's too. it's gritty it's it like uh, rogue one was one of my favorite like of the it's the best the very it's, few anthologies that they made um, the but also it's a really good film uh and that character i was like okay we're going to explore that one um and then i sat I down and watched an it and i was like this is really it's gritty it's fun it's yeah someone referred to it as star wars for grown-ups 
Yeah. Um, yeah, there's it's it takes you right back to the beginning and how he got pulled into the rebellion and all that sort of stuff. So at the moment, he's a very flawed character, and we're gonna go from there. You're getting a lot of his backstory, which is great. Yeah, there were. I agree with you. There were there Fun was droids. one or there were one or two of the teeny tiniest. I, I want to pick nits about two things that I'm not gonna mention what they are, but but I, what I will say like that mm. that were like a little. They were like a little disnified. Might be a little trigger happy on this one. <laughs> Namely, her the lo- the person the her lover her her lover yes. person. The way that that ended, I was like, that's a little disnified. I was a little disnified for me. But if you they guys, shot him I, in the fucking chest, how is that disnified? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the fact that he he flipped, she was pissed at him, and then he ran very clearly to his death, and then she got upset about it. Like that that little sequence was very much like they just needed to wrap the storyline up to move on. Like they had this little storyline <laughs> that they needed to be over with, it, so they're just going to kill him off. It seemed too simple for me. Sorry. And then there's one other thing. It doesn't matter. It's so fucking good. Tony Gilroy, who did one of the Bourne movies. I listened to a podcast. He's so thrilled. He spent 20 months on this thing. He's so thrilled. Kathleen Kennedy's, they're all in on the adult thing. And the first three episodes are one film. Watch the first three episodes mm. in a row if you can. Sorry, Dave, back to you. That was, that was it. John? Nice. I, I need to catch up. I need to catch up it's, on so many things. I was if, gone you, if you have an hour weekend. and a half, I highly recommend watching the first three episodes in order. Yeah. They're 30 minutes. They're 30 minute episodes. They say 40, 40. minutes, but, the, yeah. but there's a there's, lot of credits yeah. and a lot of stuff. So they really are about 30. Also, they didn't, they didn't use the, uh, the stagecraft stuff for this one. It's not, it wasn't shot in the volume like Mandalorian and the other one. Mm. They went full green screen, like full depth fucking backgrounds. They built sets. It's um, cool. Wow. Yeah. It's cool. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I didn't uh nothing super much super I think I still need to catch up. I'm think I'm still one episode behind you guys on Rings of Power as well. So oh god, don't I think I'm talk too about be- it, but don't spoil anything. I think I'm too um, behind. I'm not gonna lie, I watched uh, a couple episodes of uh Entourage. Ah I don't know don't know why. A- okay. <laughs> I, I mean were they were they that. Ari Gold episodes? Because yeah. He's he's intriguing, dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's the only reason to really watch that show. But no offense to everybody else, but he's definitely the best part of that show. Yeah. What have you been watching, Jeff? Uh, I saw a lot this week because I had to fly, and so I and we had so many delays and things that I just like downloaded so many things into my iPad. So some of them were iPad things with my my nice headphones and such. But Andor, yes, Rings of Power and um, House of Dragon. I thought both of them took a very small step in the right direction for me. Um, but House of Dragons, I just saw the time jump episode. Really love mm. the opening of that episode. Uh, you know, we'll see. And then um, Andor, of course, I just talked about. And then I rewatched Argo. I, I don't want to explain why, but I did. And it's pretty good, but Doesn't it's very Halloween. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. Um, Best and picture I, worthy? No, 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 no. But, you know, I really just like, I just wanted the, the 15 <laughs> minutes of, of John Goodman and Alan Arkin. And the opening was pretty, you know. The opening's cool. It scared me. So if that's the intent, then I was I was worried for those hostages. So good good on Ben for getting that movie open. And then I watched one other movie and I'm trying to Oh my god, this is really funny. Dave's going to like this. I have never seen Deadpool 2 all the way through. I oh definitely watched the beginning of it. And this is true. I watched it on a plane and the person next to me was reading a book and I'm not kidding <laughs> you. I I watched it with subtitles on even though I had my headphones on. And she didn't read her book. She just watched Deadpool 2. She couldn't hear it. She just watched it and read the subtitles, the whole movie. Yeah. To the point where was I, it, even, yeah. was I it actually the, got uh, really tired, so I paused it and fell asleep because I was so tired. Was and it the I extended edition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not, yeah, yeah, I downloaded the extended edition for sure. Yeah. And, then I, and then I hit play, 
And she, and then she picked back up like this. She didn't mind that I took a nap in the middle of it. She literally watched Deadpool two on silent, the whole movie next to me. And <laughs> I mean, really that's fun. the best review. So many movies too. on planes with just I, no subtitles. I've just watched will, it in silence. Just I'm, watch I'm the gonna, people next to me. I'm going to pick the tiniest bit of nits. I wish they went more referential i wish they but i wish they looked at the camera and made more of those jokes i, I like them mm. so much like the thing where it's like no more speaking roles for you i was like i could use this in every scene i could yeah. use one of these in every scene i wish they went further with that however it's so good and that the jumping out of the plane sequence i mean like it's, <laughs> i mean that, that was the best <laughs> fucking practical joke played on hollywood ever like played on the, in, the entire united states ever it's so they, good they like they had the cast list there and everyone was like they oh, fucking do an x-force <laughs> awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it's, everyone got so excited it was like i haven't seen a practical joke like that since again the, the end credit scene in fucking spider-man homecoming bill's cars guys the way that the one guy oh, just God, gets barbed so on funny. by the acid bark yeah. like it's it's we don't want to see that now but then they show it later and then the the luck i think the luck thing really worked out for me too where she's just so lucky I, it was oh, yeah. really it was really great. I mean, that's There's legit. Toddler, toddler, lower legs. Body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the cosmics. And that, that was his, uh, his, uh, and then at the end where he burns the Green Lantern script, like it was, it was really funny. I could, I could have used more. I wanted more Ryan Reynolds references in the movie, to be honest with you. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Really that's funny. enough about that. Thank you guys so much for sticking it out for our, uh, <laughs> Don't Worry Darlings episode. Anything else you two want to say before we send the people on their way? Nope. Nope. Catch you next time, film fans. See ya.